KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 15 hours, 31 minutes, exactly. Universal Time, 20 hours, 31 minutes, 5 seconds. What happened? What happened? U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 15 hours, 31 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 20 hours, 31 minutes, 5 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 15 hours, 31 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 20 hours, 31 minutes, 35 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 15 hours, 31 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 20 hours, 31 minutes, 50 seconds. U.S. Naval Doctor Whoever Project. Stand by. It is February 3rd, 2022, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. We're going to see what's going on today. One of my favorite people is in trouble, Whoopi Goldberg. We'll be talking about that here in one second. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the bus. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey... Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse over there. Doctor Whoever, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Let me get something on the TV here that's not playing audio. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Well, how are you doing today, Mr. Jesse? I'm good. How are you doing today? Not bad. Happy, I'm not uh, bad. Happy uh, Groundhog Day. Oh, I know. Groundhog Day. We actually got to watch the movie uh, last night. I always, always love watching Groundhog Day. It's one of my favorite things every year. Isn't <laughs> it one of our little uh, favorite things is actually seeing if we could find the movie for free <laughs> oh, yeah. on some kind of platform. Or Without having to do some kind of subscription. And cancel it. And then, then our last resort is actually buying the movie. <laughs> but now I own Groundhog Day, so, you know, it's all good. I'm slowly, slowly buying over, um, buying again every DVD that I have in that thing over there. <laughs> the DVD case that no one ever watches. The DVD case. There is, like, no there. DVD player in the house. Yeah, whatever. I like having it. It's nice to just have when you want to have a DVD, but we don't have a DVD player. And, like, so this computer over here... It has a DVD slot on it, so you could actually use it to watch DVDs. A super old one that I don't even have open. <laughs> but um, yeah, 
it's not it's definitely not gonna be the easiest way well what else is going on it's cold here but it's real cold some other places um did your cousin tell you anything about uh how cold it is in florida no i I didn't reach out to her but you said what iguanas were falling out the trees i heard like iguanas are falling from the trees and um i mean people aren't used to that i guess people aren't used to um the freezing cold you know here and especially in florida i mean it's got to be really challenging if you're in some place like that yeah, exactly. I think I woke up last night because we you know we always turn off the heater before we go to sleep because it's you're a hot sleeper. It was 63 degrees this morning. When I woke up like at 7:30. I'm like, oh my god, it's freezing. In when there. I got home from the gym yesterday, it wasn't even that late. It was like I don't know. It was like six because I went kind of early. Um, it was dark because it's you know it gets dark at five o'clock now. <laughs> but it was 65 in the kitchen, and I was like freezing to death and then i turned it up and i'd like 69 and then i was like then i started cooking and it was too much it's too hot too hot to handle (laughs) all right what else is going on what else is going on oh yeah animals so if it's too cold for you put your animal inside people especially you redneck people down in north carolina in the south and stuff you know that dog don't want to be out in the cold you know it's no fun for the dog to be out in the cold so take care of them little animals people please and uh elon musk offered this kid $5,000, Jesse, to stop tracking his private jet because I guess some kid's been tracking Elon Musk's private jet and showing, like, everywhere he goes and, you know, because he, you know, talks about the environment and everything. He's like, well, how environmentally friendly can you be? And the kid's like, nah, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Yeah, keep your 5Gs. <laughs> keep your 5Gs. Um, casinos, you know, they're popular here, here in Vegas, Nevada, you know, Pennsylvania, where I used to live, they had casinos. Uh, there's casinos in a lot of different states, but I guess here would probably be the number one casino destination, right? If you could, you know, if you had to pick, Vegas is kind of it, right? Yeah, in this country, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it might not be for, you know, for long because Wynn has opened one up in the United Arab Emirates. And, you know, they're not into gambling and things like that. They're very... It's yeah. like, that, that's, a, that's a no-no. No. I, I don't think that's going to... I mean, it's not going to have the same draw as, as Vegas, you know. Oh, I don't know. People, United like, Arab Dubai Emirates is, like, one of the... No, I think it Dubai is, and, and stuff I get is, that, like, but they have, a lot, they have a lot of strict laws up there. Yeah, but um, I, don't, I think what they're doing is they're bypassing these laws. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think there's a lot of... You know, they have a lot of anti-gay legislation. You can't even hold hands well, out there. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I don't think that affects casinos and stuff. No, I mean, I'm talking about the whole experience. If people aren't just going to go to Dubai for the casino... Or I've, I've heard that those rules do not apply to, um, they don't apply to tourists. Like, Dubai had the beer, a beer festival, I believe, like recently, like a German beer festival. And, um, like, you're not supposed to drink and things like that, but they let the tourists get away with it because it's, you know, it, it only applies to you if you are uh, part of that religion, I believe, is how it works. But, I don't know. They're opening a thousand-room luxury hotel in the United Arab Emirates, and this is the Wynn Corporation. So, yeah, um, not, Steve Wynn partnering the with them. Fan of Wynn Casino. It doesn't really yeah, get too much attention. I agree. Way, so. It's not one of my uh, favorite ones that we go to. I have to say. Yeah, but at least they can try to compete, but yeah, I mean, there's only there's only one Sin City. There's only one Sin City, and that's Vegas. Uh, so the new maps are out of COVID, you know, and it seems like we're in the green. I see a lot of green on those maps, a lot of green, so I'm mm-hmm. happy about that. Um, but something I think is fascinating is there's only like a few, a handful of states that even have some kind of a policy still in place with masks, and we are, we're one of them. Um, I was actually surprised when I looked at this map of 
how many places just literally have no regulation whatsoever. It's just everything's fine. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Virginia, Utah, Arizona, Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arizona. I can I can keep going on and on, but like it, it is getting a little ridiculous of like why are we still why are we still doing this? Like, what is the deal here? I, I, I kind of ask, and I've heard other people ask too, um, why? Like, why are we still doing this? But I think it's coming to an end, don't you? It seems like the uh, the emergency phase is over, and it, we might be going into more of the, uh, just, just a normal way of life. Like, nobody closed down anything back in the day when HIV was discovered and stuff like that before they knew what was going on. Like, I just don't quite understand why we're still in this heightened heightened sense of response at this point um i know you are you're more you come from a larger city you have a different opinion on this than i do but i just think it's getting a little ridiculous right now um do you think there's uh do you think there's signs that we're coming out of this and moving on in the next couple weeks and before summertime what do you what do you think in your opinion yeah, I mean, I, I think we're from like news media coverage and from what, like some of the trusted doctors we see on, on TV, uh, they said that the numbers are coming down. Um, but I think that the major issue is and that the reason why things haven't returned to normal is that hospitals are, are still packed to, to the rim with, with patients with I COVID. I think so too. So I think that's the biggest concern is, is you know, people are still obviously dying of COVID. Um but I understand the frustration, you know I mean, with people that are vaccinated, that have done everything, you know I mean, they want to take off their mask and resume normal life. Like, completely understandable. You know I mean, everybody, everybody does. And I think we're we're getting towards, hopefully, the tail end of, of the restrictions that are in place. Um, I, I do see that in the near future. I think if we just need to hang on tight, you know I mean, we've gone this far. It's like when you're on that road trip and, you know what I mean, and you're almost there, just, you know, just hang on a little bit tighter. If you say uh, that, hang on, but like... <clears throat> Most people, most places are already moved on. Like, that's what I mean. Like, there's only a few places in the country that are even still even talking about COVID and things like that. So it's like, I just don't understand why we're still playing this little game in certain places when 80% of the country has moved on. But whatever, it's just my personal little opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll leave that up to the experts. Right? I'll agree. But it seems like the experts are saying, let's get this, get this back going. Let's go. Yes! Mm-hmm. Let's go, people. In your face, how about um, these two nurses, Jesse, and um, did you hear about these two nurses that made $1.5 million selling fake vaccine cards? I, I, did, I, I did read that article. So not only just funny. making vaccine cards, but actually putting them in a, putting them a in database this, or mm-hmm. some kind of system that... That where you can verify that it's an authentic yeah. vaccine card. Yeah, two nurses on Lo- in Long Island uh, allegedly forged COVID-19 vaccine cards, entered them into the state's database, um, and apparently this one of the one of the uh, husbands of the woman women uh, is a police officer, and he claims he had no idea. No, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> Well, man, it's a smart deplete. You don't want to be an accomplice. I know, right? <laughs> um, he might not have known. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, you know. it seems like once you start generating that kind of money, there's going to be some some purchases that you know can't be explained. <laughs> when your wife's a nurse and you know she's driving a you know a, a Prius, nothing wrong for Prius. I got nothing one myself. wrong for Prius. But I mean, when you roll up and you're now you're driving a an Audi A6, you know what I mean? You might want to question, like, sweetie, um, where did that come this from? Money from? Yeah, I mean, I, so I, I think there might have been some indication of, like, some, some revenue coming in that wasn't accounted for. Never know. Do you remember this band right here, Jesse?
they had like a a couple of one hit wonder. In the summer. Yeah, yeah, I do. LFO, right? LFO, yes. Yep. When we met that summer. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food. Well, if you've missed LFO, Chris Kirkpatrick, Mark McGrath, Ryan Cabrera, and I'm not quite sure who David Cook is. David <laughs> you can... Cook from American Idol. Oh, okay, that's why I don't know. I don't watch American Idol. Well, you can see these guys on the Pop 2000 tour, um, and I believe it is coming to Vegas. But it's somewhere weird, I want to say. Yeah, it's in Henderson. Green Valley Ranch Resort Spa and Casino at Henderson. Uh, you can see all these guys, and so it's pretty off, cheap, so too. Yeah, off the strip. So it's like, like let's, let's just be clear, Chris Kirkpatrick is like, he wants to like the longer hair from right. NSYNC. So not even like a Lance Bass or a JC. And these tickets are only twenty seven fifty. So I mean, hey, I think we should go. I think it sounds fun. I definitely, I think it'd be funny. I think it'd be hilarious, actually. <laughs> All right, that's good. And then um, another music news, Kid Rock. He's saying, if you got a vaccine policy, I ain't coming to your place. And I kind of, okay. A year ago, I'd have said, douche. Now I'm saying, good job, Kid Rock. There's plenty of people that can be vaccinated now, and Man, let, there's no reason to have these. That's his audience. I get it. Right. He's kind of going for that NASCAR kind of yeah. monster truck wrestling people kind of audience, you know. So that's fine. And I'm okay with that. You, you should be able to do that now. Like, I, I don't think you should have to be forced to have vaccines to go into places Especially if you're an artist and you're coming to that venue to perform. No. It's, it, it, we should have choices now. There's plenty of options. There's medicine. There's vaccines. We are a country of freedom. And I do think we were getting a little far off with government overreach. I do believe. I do believe. Um, is, this, is this the end of our portion of uh, COVID? And yeah, this is the end of the COVID portion. This okay, is the end. Good. This is the end of it. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break, and we'll get into some other new, new news that you need to know right here on the Dr. Ever Project. Stay tuned. I am from North Carolina, and this is a huge North Carolina story right now. Um, a woman who was Miss USA 2019, um, she was on lots of radio shows in North Carolina. Like, a lot of people know her. Um, she jumped off of a high-rise building in New York City, Jesse, just to her death. Just jumped off a building um, a couple days ago. Uh, the only really clue they have is a, a random tweet that she put out that said something like, I don't know, it was something like, I hope. Oh, no, it said, um, shortly before she jumped, Chris, is it C-R-Y-S-T? Cursed? I forgot her name, if I'm playing on this. But, um, she won the pageant, 
in uh, 2019. She was 30 years old. Um, but she like jumped to her death, and right before she did, she posted something that said, May this day bring you rest and peace. So... I don't know. It yeah, seems yeah, kind of yeah. odd, right? Like, you she know, has, like, a intentional. Pretty extensive background in like her education. Like she has a few master's degree, law degree. Law degree. She's she's done like pro bono work for people to help them with that degree. So I mean, from from what I'm hearing from like people that actually knew her, I didn't obviously I didn't know her personally. That she was like did a lot of amazing work and had some um, amazing outreach communities that needed her help. So sad to see someone like that who's given back so much dealing with you know mental health issues. Yeah, you never know what someone's got going on. You know, people beautiful, educated. Uh, who knows? I mean, there must have been something. And it's one of those things where it's kind of surprised that there's not anybody coming out with some kind of, I don't know, some kind of like, hey, yeah, I knew about this, or she had this happen, or she was addicted to this or she was gambling who knows it could be anything it's just strange though right a, a, a girl you think about this stuff more of like a, a male wouldn't you know what i mean I like mean, I mean, a guy like you know having a gambling debt and he kills himself or something i don't know i don't think it was like gambling no no i'm just saying but like it's it's odd for a female i believe it's in my opinion for mental health no to commit suicide i think in general i think it's more men commit suicide a lot more i think than i I don't know i don't have the statistics but i mean i think suicide and mental health issues and people taking their life is is pretty gender neutral um i know it's i mean a lot recently i think suicide i think think you you may be valid in that you know more women are are more willing to seek help and get therapy and you know talk about it with a friend mm-hmm. so that may be the case and you know a lot of men who you know keep their pent up emotions inside and don't really seek someone to talk to or stuff like that but i mean i think it, it definitely affects people equally i'm sure it does i'm sure it does mental health is a struggle for all oh my god when you fell asleep last night i turned on 600 pound life Oh, this bitch, Jesse. This bitch was so mean to Dr. Now. We're going to have to watch it. I don't want to give it away, but she she crazy pants and she's mean. Oh, I don't, it was great, though. It's probably the best one all season. All right, let's, what's we got? All right, um, so we think about Joe Rogan. I don't really talk about him. I've hardly ever listened to his show. Um, what do you think about them putting some kind of warning on his show? You know, saying that this is entertainment purposes only. and um, Because I, I guess all these artists that... What? Who, who, who came out? Like, um... Uh, Foo like Fighters, apparently. Young. Neil Young. Uh, there was another lady. I can't remember her name right now. I'm terrible at stuff like that. But a couple people are coming out saying they're not really happy with him and his COVID-denying, his uh, vaccine kind of skepticism and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, he is just somebody out. He's just some... Like us. He's, like, in a studio doing a radio show. Like, he... I, I, but I think it, what it is is he has experts or so-called quote-unquote experts that come on and they give this quote-unquote expert advice um, and they don't say like we do that, hey, we're just dumb radio people on here and that's why it's called Dr. Whoever. We're just giving our, you know, we're just giving our little whatever we think little opinion out here. Don't take it for fact, but I think it's different because he's presenting, he's presenting his content as more factual Um than kind of we do. Yeah. It's more for well, entertainment, I think, I think and you doctor, take what you want from it. I think a doctor explained it pretty well. It's, there's there's certain like information that is open to conversation. Like when do you think masks need to come out? Should you be social distancing? You know I mean, like people have their opinions on those things. Mm-hmm. But what she stated was that people don't have an opinion whether or not vaccines work. You know, to prevent you know COVID sickness and illness and hospitalization and death. There's there's no 
there's no you know discussion whether or not it works or it doesn't work the facts are the facts the science is the science so i think the, the issue that people had is it's not that people are just you know expressing their opinions like we do on here like mm -hmm. well my opinion i think you know we should remove the mass mandates uh, but what they're doing is saying like the you know vaccines don't work or there's alternatives you know like but you don't need the like vaccine the things, you like, could you know, do the, the ivermectin like, or yeah, whatever some of the things whatever, that donald whatever. trump was doing like you know injecting bleach like the, the kind of misinformation that causes people not to get vaccinated and some people losing their lives. I think one of the, the great, you know, examples was, you know, Fox News was touting that officer who was, you know, oh, quitting yeah. his job. I shouldn't place. laugh at that, but no, I, I mean, actually just heard it a second ago. So it's yeah, it's so, slightly humorous. I, I feel bad for laughing about it, but go ahead. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the thing is that, like, people entrust their information through certain, you know, TV personalities or radio personalities. And they've they've kind of lost their trust in medical institutions and CDC, which is you know which where your trust should lie. I mean, those are the medical professions. Um, a lot of these people that give their you know information aren't doctors who you know probably didn't even go to university. They're you know trying to make a career, you know, getting people to download their their podcasts. So the the show thing of like shock radio shouldn't pertain to people's medical issues like when it comes to saving their lives with COVID it's because it's something it's, it's serious I mean we've seen I mean, how many people have died in this country I and mean, the numbers are are staggering so when it comes to uh, a talk radio show um I think the outrage that's been going on in Spotify demanding them to put these you know disclaimers on these shows is is not only important it should have been something that's was done a long time ago and we put ratings on music and video games so um, i mean but I, I i do think too that that doesn't really matter anymore so what what difference does it make by i think by censoring and not, not censoring i guess what's the word i don't i don't think it's censoring I well, think no no okay that's not what i meant to say not rating sorry by yeah, well, rating things so much and so overly rating things i really think it's taken away from like people that have kids now that are my age, they watch Hulu and Netflix, and they don't, they're watching all kinds of well, stuff. I think I th what I would what I would you know kind of compare it to is kind of what Twitter did with with Donald Trump. They they have well they these, banned him. That's well, different. Yeah, that's, Sorry, keep explain. going. If 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 you can, they, they give their warnings. They'll put the advisories. But if you continue to promote and propagate you know misleading information that can cause you know people to to pass away or you know end up in the hospital it becomes the platform's responsibility to provide honest and straightforward content because then they become just like one of those other platforms where it's just like oh you can't listen to anything on there it's not it's not real it's not it's it's just garbage it's fake and i don't think spotify wants that type of reputation they no, want they want they a do. positive they want a positive reputation they they have they sign like uh, Meghan Merkel and you know the Prince Harry to do a podcast, so they're they're kind of catering towards high profile clientele. I agree, but they can't do that if they have like a Jerry Springer on their show because no one wants to be associated with that. So I think that's where the outcries kind of come towards. But you know, so many people do want to be associated with that. He's yeah, but got I mean, the most it, listened to podcast of all but time. But I mean, let's, let's be clear, like that kind it's of entertainment, though. Well, that entertainment, and just like, like Jerry that, Springer that, was entertainment. But it's not entertainment when people lose their lives. Yeah, I mean, that's it's. I don't know. It's like it, that, it's it, like I mean, that Jerry it is, Springer. Though. It's like is, you what take what you just like if you read a book, you can interpret a book in one way. Just like Whoopi Goldberg's in trouble because they were talking about that mouse book about the Holocaust. Someone can read a book and interpret it one way. Someone can read a book and interpret it another way. So just because he's giving his side, he's not a president, he's not a government official, he's not a doctor. People know that. People know who he is. So I don't understand why 
in my opinion, you're stupid if you're taking Joe Rogan seriously. And I think we're in a free country. Unfortunately, we have the freedom to be stupid. Yeah, but Spotify has its own has its own company, and the people that choose to do business with Spotify as a free country can choose to remove their content if they don't agree with how content is being displayed on that platform. I like and, it. I like and it. And they will Justin. suffer the repercussions, or they'll 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 gain the re- the benefits of having that stuff on there. So it's it's their decision to make. It's how they want to be, you know, forward facing when it comes to how they present Spotify. Well, according to this article, uh, Spotify is down twenty five percent in the wake of Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and rumors of the Foo Fighters leaving the platform. Um, it's plummeted twenty five percent. Loudwire has reported um, Spotify loses $4 billion in market value and Apple Music and Tidal are joining the party pointing fingers at Spotify um, so their Apple Music is trying to say hey you know we don't have Joe Rogan on here he's trying to they're trying to they're trying to be the the bigger person here which they are I mean Apple's yeah, you, huge but you don't want to give Apple any more yeah. uh, any more help to build their online music service because I mean, I, I use I use Spotify, but I mean, I've I've constantly been looking for a reason to switch over to Apple because you know I have everything Apple. So. I like Apple. I do enjoy don't, Apple. Don't give me a reason. Yeah, I mean, we we can't be too mean to Spotify. Our this podcast is hosted by Anchor. We do a I do a commercial for Anchor, and Anchor is owned by Spotify. So you know, whatever. In your face, sucker. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears. Um, I know you watch this Encanto movie, and I don't know. We just kind of like I don't know. Maybe it was too childish for us or whatever, Jesse. But um, and we just couldn't get into it. Well, but I wouldn't I mean, mind trying to watch it again. It's not that I didn't get into it. It's there. We had company over. I wasn't, right. You know, comfortable. We just haven't put it back movie. on again. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently I this is the it, number one song in the country right now. We don't talk about Bruno becomes the first Disney song. The top Billboard 100 in 29 years. Um, I guess kids love it. I don't know. It it's written by that Emmanuel guy, Lin Manuel Miranda, right? You say it. Say it better. Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, better known from uh, his work on um, Hamilton. Oh yes, the Hamilton and um, what's the other movie that we liked that he did? Uh, in the not in the borough, but in the heights. In the heights. Yeah, I was a big fan of that movie. It was good. Here, right, let's play this song out, and we'll go for a break. This is the Doctor Whoever project. We'll be right back. your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. That's right. This is the Doctor Ever Project. All right, we're back. We're back. 
Did you know, um, I know, I think you know this, Robert Patterson, Pattinson or whatever, I don't know, the, from Twilight and um, the Harry Potter movies, um, he's going to be the new Batman, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. I, I mean, I guess it would be cool. I mean, he's very, he has that kind of like brutish kind of look and everything, but um, I guess they've released a trailer, and I, I've always liked the Batman movies. I heard this one's going to be three hours long, Jesse. Oh, jeez. Um, but um, they just released this this little clip and i don't know let's just play because i don't know I, I like i like playing little sneak peeks every now and then especially for stuff like this because you know they're going to try to like make this the biggest movie of all time we'll see how it is batman director releases sneak peek in 4k all right so i guess the direct director is matt reeves reeves r-e-e-v-e-s yeah reeves all right is there no sound on this really quiet uh why while you're looking at that i just had some additional information i was kind of going through that article oh, man. that it's song uh, huh it's it's here but i hear any sound coming from the video it's just all silent oh is it silent yeah it's just silent there's no sound that's odd unless Weird. it's just a bad file i'm gonna try to pull it back up again go ahead yeah but what i was saying is because you were just talking about that that one track from um uh, from the Disney movie, uh-huh. uh, we don't talk about Bruno. Is actually the 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 last song to hit number one from from Disney was uh, "A Whole New World" by Aladdin. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Well, this trailer is like literally not playing anything. It's just maybe there's no audio. Why would there be no audio on it? One o'clock. We know we're getting audio because it just played the time. <laughs> That's so strange. Interesting. I wonder if there's audio if I play it from here. Now I want to know. We'll figure it out later. We can I'm come so back curious to it. now. Is there audio on this version? No, there's no audio here either. Oh, yeah, there is. Oh, this is what it's supposed to sound like. So it's Bruce Wayne at a funeral. Gil Coulson is missing. What? He hasn't been heard from since last night. Christ, not again. Hey, Mr. Wayne. You got people looking for him, Jim? All right, we'll try to figure out more about what's going on with that. But what else we got going on? Oh, we got a new coach of the Raiders, Jesse. Oh, I didn't hear about that. So where's that at? There's all kinds of football news right now, right? It's like Too a crazy... You want to just get into some up. sports? We do a little sports news? We don't ever go into sports news. All right, let's do it. to be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard to stiff. You know, we had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is. Uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of gay, but... Feasting hit it off of a Detroit player. No, no, it is. Here's a disparity in the call. They're going to give the ball to Detroit. Bird steals it. Johnson, layup, Boston. One second left. Bird steals it and gets it to Johnson at the buzzer. Oh, the resentment must have lasted to you, Kelly. 
slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Doctor Whoever. I love that clip. <laughs> Alright, so the Raiders hired Josh McDaniels. I believe he's from the Patriots team. Um, yeah. I, I heard this rumor before, but I guess it's official now. Um, they they fired the other head the head coach like a week ago and they've already hired this guy so you know this talks were going in for yeah, a the while. The head coach after John Gruden got fired was just like an interim coach. Mm, so okay. uh, owner Mark Davis announced the hire during a press conference on Monday, and McDonald McDaniel's joins the Raiders in his 22nd season. So he's been around the NFL for a while, having spent 18 years with the New England Patriots as their offensive coordinator. And while he was their offensive coordinator, they ranked number one in the NFL. So All hopefully right. we'll get some good offense coming yes. towards we the Raiders. See. And maybe we'll actually make the playoffs. I mean, we were so close this year. And we, just didn't we were make so it. close. But after having such close. a problematic you know, season with the head coach and few players getting all kinds arrested. of craziness the yeah. Raiders actually played fairly well for having all that you know stuff that out I just would imagine what would have happened if they would have just had you know the coach throughout the whole season they might have, you know they might be playing the Super Bowl against yeah. the, the Rams right now well there's a Super Bowl party watch party going on here in Vegas at this place called the nerd Jesse and it sounds pretty fun actually um it's a two-hour open bar with pizza for $45 I thought it sounded pretty cool right it's on That's Fremont so Street yeah, um, especially if, like like I said, what what would be good is if the country could somehow open up between now and the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day. That would just be the best if, like, we could kind of get back to normal or it's just going to get back to normal on its own because people are going to just do what they want regardless anyway, I think. But because um, these these businesses need to make this money like it's this super bowl it's all those it's like getting into that like spring holiday season where people be making that money mm. we see we'll see what happens what else we got what else do we got mr jesse oh and tom brady retired so we know we heard that right yeah we heard that i was but it like it. It, it, it was like the only thing they talked about for the whole weekend and then on like Monday, they're like, oh, well, maybe he's not retiring. Oh, it might have been a slip up because I heard that if he would have waited till I think it was today, actually, he would have gotten a 15 million dollars, some kind of a bonus. Um, and that's why somebody let it slip because they thought it was unfair that he would be getting this bonus and then retire. I don't know. I don't I know mean, if there's any, I don't know if there's any truth to he that. Doesn't need any, he doesn't need any more money. He'll yeah. be, he'll be and just like somebody said the other day, his wife makes more money than he does. Yeah. <laughs> Supermodel. 
Yes, yes. Well, over her life, apparently, has made more money than him. Um, well, Rihanna's pregnant, Jesse. She is with ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. I'm, I'm not going to pretend that I know who that is, but I have heard the name. Who, who is who? Who is that? Who, 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 <laughs> He's a rapper. ASAP Rocky. Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. Well, that's cool. Um, I've been I've been served advertisements for her. Um, Access granted. Thank you for her um, Fenty line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is some ugly ass shit. Well, I don't think you're the demographic she's looking for. Like, some of the previews were, like, these big old, big fat guys wearing this purple outfit. I don't know what's hideous, hideous. (laughs) Some ugly stuff I've ever seen. Uh, (laughs) Let's let's hear some ASAP Rocky, see if you've heard of this before. Okay, here, I'm going to mute this. Sounds like a start of a porno right now or something. Oh. I've definitely never heard this. If I heard this, I would turn it off. Yeah, you gotta give it a minute. Never heard it. I don't hate it now, though. Okay. Nasty little mouth. Censor. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Effing problems featuring Drake and 2 Chains. Nice, nice. What else is going on? Oh, um, you know this Peter Dinklage guy? He's uh, he was in the Elf movie as uh, not an elf, but as <laughs> as an author. He's been in uh, obviously he was in Game of Thrones as the uh, brother, the Lannister brother, and he is a little person. Um, apparently, he's slamming Disney right now for their um, their resurgence of uh, Cinderella or no, sorry, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Um, and I'm almost wondering, is this like, is he just being funny to try to be in the news or something? Because I just don't see him being that kind of person to take something like that seriously. You know what I mean? He seems to be more of a kind of a funny guy. Um, but I guess he's saying that, um, uh, Peter, Peter Dinklish, um, on a podcast said that there is, there is a lot of hypocrisy going on. Literally no offense to anyone. But I was a little taken aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White, but they're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Dinklish says Disney, um, though he didn't know it was a Disney film. He didn't know it was being made by Disney at the time. He said um, they're so eager to be progressive in one way, but in the same time, still make that fucking backward story about dwarfs living in a cave together. <laughs> I don't think he's serious. Come on now. What do you think? You think he's being serious here? I think he's dead serious. You think so? I think it's. Be- I think he's being funny and wanting to be in the news. Okay. Well, I thought that was pretty funny. I got another funny story we'll get to here in a second. We'll be right, right. back on the Dr. Ever Project. Sounds good. It's <laughs> really so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta let it out. All right, well, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, I guess she did a phone bank, Jesse, kind of thing um, for a local Georgia kind of call-in line. 
Uh-huh. And uh, some of the some of the callers were not. I don't know. They were not completely kind to her. Um, they weren't vetted for her. Yeah, they weren't vetted for her. But um, before I pull that up, do you see the tweet that's in there as well that we have um, from AOC? Uh, there's that tweet from uh, Marjorie, Ta- Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green. I can't even say her name. She tweeted something about blonde women not being stupid or whatever at AOC. Do you see this uh, exchange or no? I do. Yes. Okay. Why don't you uh, give that a little glance and just read that out to us while I find this video, if you don't mind. Um, this is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene trying to be all catty with uh, AOC, and it just uh, it doesn't turn out too well for her. It doesn't turn out too well oh, at I all. Actually, I actually don't have that tweet right in front of me. Oh, you don't have the tweet? All right, well, I'll read it. Yeah, read it to me. So um, Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted out, As a blonde woman, I'd like to take a moment to thank Congresswoman at AOC. She is singly-handedly... She single-handedly put it into all dumb blonde jokes. Blondes everywhere appreciate your service and sacrifice. No oh, jeez. Um, but Marjorie Taylor um, Green apparently had a little misspelling, and I get it. Spelling's hard sometimes, you know. Um, I, I I totally get it that spelling can be a little difficult. Yeah, even misspelling when you have a designated comms director. <laughs> But um, so in the uh, in the response, AOC responds with, "Don't worry, Miss Green. I completely understand why you need to swing and miss at my intellect to make yourself feel better. You seem to have trouble spelling your own insults correctly. Next time, try single hyphen handily, and she spelled handily right. So." Marjorie Taylor Greene spelled it H-A-N-D-I-L-Y, but it's actually spelled H-A-N-D-E-D-L-Y with a hyphen. And she says, it works better. Good luck writing legislation. In your face, sucker! I'm sorry, you can't, I mean, you might feel one way or another about, you know, AOC, but... She's she's mastered social media, so I wouldn't I wouldn't venture that route. No, I know, right? Well, her team has mastered social media, so when is she up for like a re-election or anything? Like we don't really hear too much about that. So I, I mean, I, I mean, must. All congressmen are up every two years. So she's up when? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Probably this year. This year? Okay, here we. I really want to find some of this call-in clip. Okay, here's one. Here's a call-in clip. It hasn't exactly been a peachy week for Georgia Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who appeared on a public access call-in show in her district a few nights ago and got an earful. Thank God for Joe Biden. She is an embarrassment to the state of Georgia. Well, we all have our opinions. Amen (laughs) to that, and I've got mine. All righty, thank you. Alrighty, thank you. Green, who helped lead the right-wing charge. To the All right, there was more, but I mean, that's just, that's good Bring enough, you know. Back in her home state, I just really enjoyed that. attention to her ridiculous antics. Do we got any more? Do we any more coming from him? Or Other listener it? during that call-in show took Green to the woodshed. Oh, here we go. Here's another one. Refusal to work with President Biden. I love Jim Acosta. Now, sound is a little long, but it is so worth it. We accepted Trump for four years. You all refused to accept Biden. You refused to do it. And we, you know, we, maybe we didn't like Trump, but he won, and so that was it. You, you all are not, you will not accept the fact 
that Joe Biden won. And Look at her face, Jesse. Oh, you can't thing. see the screen. You're not going to accept it. You're going to keep on and keep on and just pick, pick, pick. Yeah, you <laughs> and won't you know there's other... The if phones are ringing, so there's other people wanting to call to like criticize her so bad. You don't have your monotron over there, do you? No, but I'm fine. Yeah, but why don't we have it on? It's the point of it being in here to be on, so you can see things. Not respect set up like this. the man and realize that he's the president. You're not ever going to get anything done. You've got to work together, and you are not doing it. You're not doing it, and neither are the other Republicans. They're they're just going with Trump. No, he didn't win it. He didn't win it. And wish that all the money in Georgia have to count the votes three times because he said he won and he didn't. And to me, it would everything in Washington would be would settle down if every if the Republicans would just say oh, we didn't win. It's like Alabama and Florida, the Alabama people. Well, we didn't. We really should have won. All right, that was great. All right. Um, bless her heart. Yeah. Marley, bless her, bless her heart. I agree, to, I agree, John Costa. All right, uh, let's move on, Jesse. Let's take a little break, and we'll transition to some local Las Vegas news. How about that? Let's go. All right. Turn that monitor on over there. Get the remote. Just turn it on, and it should come on. Thanks, Dad. Well, it's, it should be on. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. All right, let's get in some local Las Vegas news, all right? problem here in Las Vegas is not nearly as bad as it is in some other cities that I've lived in. What do you think, Jesse? Um, yeah, I would, I would agree with that, but I mean, one person homeless is enough. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody should be homeless, but I, w- I wouldn't consider it a like a pandemic of homelessness here. You know, there's you don't everywhere you go, you don't see it, but there are certain places where you do see it very condensed. Um, but the city of Las Vegas is trying some, some new things, um, which which is good. More places should try new things. Um, they're expanding their new courtyard homeless resource, resource center. Um, they're reminding people that it's here and it's open. Um, they're going to have guest services buildings, day rooms, showers, and restrooms, all kinds of stuff. Um, access to get people the services they need. They can hold up to 800 guests at a time and have a safe place to sleep. Um, the city is now working on phase two of the courtyard, which would include an administration administrative building, pet kennel, and parking lot, Jesse. I love it. That's great, right? Um, yeah. 
more places to do things like this. And a city like Las Vegas that has, and North Las Vegas that has so much space. Like, there's just space. There's so much space here. It's such a vast state um, that there's no excuse to not give people uh, the opportunity to have somewhere to sleep and take a shit and wash their hands and give their dog some water because nobody wants people shitting out on the streets and on the sidewalks. And that's what that's what happens when you let the homeless overrun your city like we saw in San Diego, which is nasty. Right, Jesse? I mean, I think it's important to tackle uh, the homeless issue before it becomes, you know, more of a, a wider epidemic in, in your city. And I mean, a lot of these, but it, 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 there's a multifaceted approach that needs to happen with homelessness. You know, it involves like, you know, getting them driver's license, helping them, you know, with career services, mm-hmm. mental health services. I think um, this is going to try to do that eventually. But I mean, mm-hmm. making an effort to alleviating the issue of homelessness is should be a high priority for for anybody and, and any member of the community because, you know, homeless people, it affects you whether or not, you know, you are that homeless person. And we should all should have some compassion for people, especially a lot of the people that are homeless are, you know, are military veterans who serve this country. So it's, it's definitely important to prioritize, you know, human infrastructure, I like to call it, um, in any major city. And it's a good thing that, you know, Vegas is you know, dealing with something because I have seen homelessness here and, and I think a lot of the visual homelessness in Vegas isn't always seen because of the underground tunnels. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people live under there. So just because we don't visually see homeless people doesn't mean that there's a homeless issue. So it's it's kudos to them for, for you know, making some steps towards, you know, addressing those issues. And I think by getting people somewhere where they have resources that they can just use kind of as like free they would be more likely to reach out to the counselors or people there that are trying to get them their ID and their bus pass and things that they need to move on and not be homeless anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Give people a reason to come to you um, because a lot of times when you go out and you're trying to go out to people and you get after them, uh, they're more resistant. Let them kind of come up to you. That's kind of what I, when I do marketing events when I talk, talk with clients. It's like, Figure out a way to get them to come to you instead of you having to go out and reach out to them because by doing that, people's walls are down because they came up to you, not the other way around. And it just, it's more of an accepting atmosphere, I believe. I believe indeed. All right, we got some sad local Las Vegas news, unfortunately, to talk about today. Um, It's not been a good year for. doesn't seem to have been a good year for uh, accidents in Las Vegas. There seems to be a lot of them in the news, right, Jesse? Like, it seems like every week there's some big, huge accident of some kind. Um, But here in North Las Vegas, uh, nine people are dead after a speeding vehicle uh, collided into multiple other vehicles, killing the uh, passenger and the driver of the speeding vehicle, as well as, I believe, a couple children, nine, nine dead in total. Um... I know we look at the little, we got some new stoplights here by our house where we are, and we were looking at the little cameras on the top of the lights, and we're like, oh, they put cameras here. I mean, what good does that really serve? Because by the time somebody's ran the red light, um, you know, by the time they've ran the red light and ran somebody over, what's going to be the good deal to send them a ticket in the mail? You know what I mean? The reality is, is... Those cameras should be, like, monitored or something. You could have everything in place, but, I mean, if someone wants to drive 100 miles an hour down the road, 
you you can't stop them unless you know there happens to be a police officer you know ready waiting for them to to speed by well what and if instead of the cameras taking a picture of your license plate what if they scan for the speed of cars on the road and identified a speeding car and sent it to a, the closest police so they could track that car down in real time instead of just sending you a, a ticket in the mail two months after you got a speeding ticket or ran a red light and you don't even know what it was and you're still in the trash because they can't so, do anything about so it. So technically here in the state of Nevada, there actually isn't a law in place for those cameras that actually ticket people. Yeah, so, I think they don't really do anything anyway. They're just kind of they're, they're monitoring the streets. They, they don't actually send you a ticket if you you know, pass a red light. That's something that was legislation that was passed here in the state that you, you can't get fined for any of those traffic violations through, you know, one of those monitors that monitors traffic. Well, that's good. But, but here in, you know, referring back to what you were talking about, um, you know, a family lost, you know, several children. Um, it's a Latino family as well um, mm. in that in that accident. And just, to, you know, to speak of the generosity of, of the community we live in here in North Las Vegas and, you know, you know, Vegas and Nevada in general, that there was a GoFundMe page that the family put together for, you know, I think, you know, five or six kids that passed away. Hmm. Uh, I don't have the exact number, but, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a tragic event, but oh, yeah. they were asking, you know, for 250000 since so many, you know, their children passed away. Um, but the woman actually had to close her GoFundMe page because she raised so much money, she raised hmm. over the amount. She raised now, who was three... this? Who, who who was raising the money? Like a niece, the, the mother, or... the mother of. Oh, so the mother children. was not there, or the mother no. survived. I don't, I don't, I don't have the exact details, but just in referencing to the GoFundMe, that you know, speaking of the community, that they raised three hundred thousand dollars. So you know, the family was able to raise all those funeral expenses. So mm. they stopped their GoFundMe page because the outpouring of the community. You know donating to to this family which is kind of a it's really amazing to see you know the community come together and it's and it's kind of surprising you we live in bigger cities like i've lived in you know car accidents like this happen all the time but mm -hmm, when you know something mm -hmm. like this happens in you know a smaller you know, place smaller town i mean and you wouldn't associate you know vegas or north las vegas as a small town it is a small but town. it relatively is and these type of accidents are far reaching in the community and, and it's you know the information's widespread and you just saw this a mass amounts of you know political leaders, Congress members, you know community activists, you know putting these GoFundMe pages on their social media, and you know we've they've reached their goal of, of over you know 250 was the goal and they've they surpassed that. So you know it's a, it's a tragic event, but at the same time you, it's it's a shining light of uh, the resilience and commitment to, the community has to its members. I like it. All right, let's switch gears. We'll talk about some other local Las Vegas news. We'll be right back. So I guess the teaching shortage is so bad, Jesse, that they are going to start hiring substitute teachers that only have a high school diploma. Yeah, I, I read that article. They're, they're looking into that. They're not going to. They're, I think they're looking New into proposal, yes, yeah, new proposal. proposal. And we're hiring truck drivers that are 18, 19 now, substitute Man, teachers you know, that are 20, is, but what I, I mean, what whatever. What happened is like... Uh, you it's know, not with, that hard with, to be a teacher. With COVID and, you know, people, you know, reevaluating their lives. And I think a lot of people are negating that, you know, baby boomers, which is, you know, our parents, 
you know, generation mm-hmm. are retiring. Like mm-hmm. your dad's, you know, is, you know, on the verge of retiring. My mom has been retired. He's a truck driver as well. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people might have said, you know what, I'm good. Instead of, you know, working till the 70 years old to something, they're, you know, choosing to retire. And there's so many jobs that, you know, that are need to be filled now because of that. And I think a lot of, you know, younger people don't really look to those careers anymore because I think I remember my parents growing up saying like, oh, don't become a teacher. It doesn't pay much money. Or, my mom said the same thing. Don't do this. It doesn't pay and much money. My sister money. still so went you, to teach. Yeah. So you have a whole generation of younger kids that, you know, didn't, you know, choose that path for themselves because they were told their whole lives. Or they did because money, of like which a is the reason. Case. We, we honestly do not compensate, you know, you know, our teachers who no, not, literally not. educate our, our kids, you know, they don't, they're not compensated well compared to other industries. I mean, you can get a four-year degree and make more money over your lifetime than being a teacher. So, I mean, I think there needs to be a reevaluation of like how much teachers are actually Especially paid now, for what they the do when, when we entrust them with, you know, educating our, our children. You know what I mean? I totally agree. And also something Las Vegas, a little bit similar, not really, but it's just kind of about the, the lack of work, I guess, and similarity. Um, I guess the culinary union has some kind of regulation too where they have a right to work clause so if you left one of the jobs here and you were part of the union and you want to come back you get picked you have preferential treatment to be chosen for the job as opposed to someone who's just coming in um, for the first time yeah so it's a good idea i like that like the you left your job it's it's also in reference to you know the pandemic what's i mean you left the job because well i mean you didn't leave the state company forced you to say you had to leave the state or something because you couldn't afford to live here anymore and you were you're 25 years old you're pastry chef at the win making you know i don't know good amount of money everything shuts down they fire you you move back home to kentucky with mom and dad but now you want to come back and get that job because you see that same job being posted and you, you know, you got 22 other people, you should be the first person. You should be the first person because you already had the job. I totally agree with this. And, I like you it. Know, and, and for me, it makes sense because, you know, you think the casinos would want someone that's already Less trained, training. Been, been on the job already. Mm-hmm. But what I think usually always happens is, you know, they will try to hire someone new, they don't have to pay, doesn't have as much seniority. Um, but I think it's, th- that's why these unions are so important because they advocate, they advocate for their, their members and collectively they, their voice is so powerful. And yeah, I mean, I think our, our culinary workers and our hospitality workers, you know, do such an amazing job, uh, what they do that they, you know, the state generates so much revenue on this trip that they should be treated, you know, you know, properly with, you know, funding and job security and mm-hmm. all that. So well, speaking I, I, of, love to, I love to see that. Speaking of uh, making making tons and tons of money right now, like ka-ching, Nevada casinos. Nevada. Nevada, Nevada. I was making fun of it the other day. I was going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got 10 straight billion dollar months showing sustainable sustainability in the gaming industry because i know it's one of those things we've talked about like are people still gambling or do people want like i'm getting a little hot in here (laughs) or do people want like more kind of entertainment and more kind of roller coasters and shows or do people still enjoy the gaming um but it you know 10 straight billion dollar months that definitely shows that people want it i mean i put money in the slots i think i and i said this before when you know the casinos were closed down when people were were not able to come out here there's gonna be so much 
pent up energy to come back to Vegas. People got that and, money they want to spend it. And you know, and even people that don't gamble, like even like ourselves, if we you know we didn't live in Vegas, you would spend maybe designate a couple hundred dollars to gamble just because you want to do the whole, you know, nine yards. You want to party, you want to eat good food, you want to drink, and you want to gamble because everybody's going to ask you how much did you win. So everybody, you know, gambles, or lose. dabbles or dabbles a little bit. So I mean, it's not it's not surprising to me, but it's, it's also it's also good to see that uh, Vegas, the Strip, is coming back, you know, as strong as ever. So it's it's, it's promising. Yes. And then in other local Las Vegas news, in North Las Vegas, they're going to open up a new judge position for a diversion court. Um, have you ever heard of this? The, the diversion courts, where I it's have, like yeah. you like it's kind of what my cousin should have been on something like this, where you know if you shoplifted a car and you're on heroin or you've had a crazy life like my cousin whose dad's in prison and mom was a basically shoplifted and been prison on drugs and stuff all the time you know and the kid obviously didn't turn out too great um you know but at like 18 19 when they start getting arrested 16 17 15 probably in his case i don't really remember but instead of you know just sending them to juvie or prison they go to this uh diversion court or diversional court i think is what it is and um, they basically, instead of sentencing them, they make them go to rehab and therapy and counseling and maybe put them in a halfway house and set them up with community college. And But they have to obviously follow through with these things and then come back and show what they did. Um, and if not, then they do go to prison or however, whatever would have happened. Um, I think this is a good idea, but it does take, it takes time and energy and resources and money and people um, but it also creates jobs at the same time. What's your what's your view on these things and um, how I think it ties into the homeless and drug epidemic issue that we were just talking about before? I think that by taking these kids that are at threat at a young age and identifying it and putting them in the system, but not in the system by locking them up, but putting them in a system where they're being monitored to make sure they... Turn it around. What yeah, do you I, think? No, I agree. But I think the story was a little bit, had a different context. Um, I think the story was in reference to the ACLU, uh, which sued the city of North Las Vegas because of the appointment, uh, because the city of North Las Vegas actually appointed a judge to a six-year term. Um, and the ACLU cites that, you know, our good friend Atari works at ACLU, that uh this, the North Las Vegas City Council should have only appointed a judge until the next election because it's up to the people to decide who that should, you know, they can appoint someone for the time being until mm -hmm. the next election. So that's what the actual, you know, lawsuit was about. But I 100% I, I agree Because with they you. didn't want this guy to serve for too long? Is that it's what not it that they didn't want him to serve. They didn't want it to be stuck for too it's, long? It's, it's the choice of the people of North Las Vegas to yeah, I thought the whether judge... they want him to be their the judge for that for that court. Yeah, I thought judges were every four years, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Isn't it's it? it's a six year it's a six year term. Also, oh, it's a six year it, term. But it's it, but you cannot appoint someone to a six year term per the the law in place for that. Gotcha. You, so you they can't can appoint, be appointed. They have to be appoint elected. someone to the position until the next election cycle. So they have to be put back on the. They have to, it's, oh. This is an appointed position. You have to run for office for this position, so it's up to the people of North Las Vegas to decide whether or not they choose to keep this person in place. Gotcha. Forward. Well, again, sometimes when I pull these articles, I pull them and I'm 
I don't even always read the article. Like I pulled this and stuck it in here because I wanted to just talk about the diversion courts and how that kind of works. But it's interesting that you read the article and that's why you're the political expert on the show, Jesse. That's your job. That's what you do here. That's how you benefit. Jesse, <laughs> he'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. But yeah, as I read it, it does say that the North Las Vegas court was created last year in the city's new approach to low-level crimes, focusing on rehabilitation over punishment. It helps connect people with services such as housing, addiction, counseling, job training, and veterans outreach programs. So we like that. We like all that. But we'll uh, keep updated on what they're going to do with the judge because that is an interesting aspect of the story that I didn't even delve into. I just kind of like was looking into the court and thought it was fascinating that I even had that. And I didn't even look into it deeper to see um, what you what you did. That's so interesting how we saw two different stories there. Interesting. Yeah, so apparently, I mean, a few of the residents in uh, North Las Vegas actually brought it to the attention of uh, the ACLU. And so that's what the ACLU does. They're now like people that you know, or people you know. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 friends, um, and that's and that's why they're the ACLU is constantly praised for the amazing work they do because they provide legal services for a lot of communities that can't afford it, but also they're they provide legal services for community members. So they did an amazing job, and it, it's exactly how it should have been done. And I'm glad it was flagged. Because it is really an important position. Who I mean, a lot of people, you know, think about candidates, you know, who you vote for in election because it's important. But people you elect to judge positions are just as important to the oh, yeah. community as well. Because you know, if if they believe a certain view of like, you know, you should go to prison, or a certain judge can have an opinion of they I mean, because diversion courts. Judges system. are basically a lot of just, it's like kind of their opinion in a lot of stuff, right? It's kind of like, I mean, they, they have they some parameters think. in which they need to, to work, you know, work between, but they can choose a lower sentence or higher sentence. And that depends on a lot of, you know, whether or not they have, you know, different life experiences and how like they the, um, uh, uh, something's going on big right now, you know, you know, um, if, if you didn't know, I haven't used this in so long. I don't know if I, where it is. I haven't used it so long. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. Well, if you didn't know, Joe Biden is going to try to pick a um, Supreme Court justice, right, Jesse? Yeah. And he yeah. promised to, uh, he promised to nominate a black woman, and everybody's all pissed about that. But that's not what I want to talk not about. Everybody, Republicans. Well, whatever. A lot of people. But um, that's not even what I want to talk about. What I talk about is like I actually heard her speak. One of the people that they think it's going to be. Um, and she said uh, she has an uncle that's been in, in prison for life for drug charges. And then she has some other uncles that are attorneys. So she's got like, it's kind of like me. I have family that are dentists and doctors. And I have family that's in prison um, for North Carolina. It's, a, it's an interesting mix. It's an interesting mix sometimes. But <clears throat> by that, I have an interesting view, I think, on how things work and how different people get a different shake. You know, how not everybody's born with the same same uh, french fries in their happy meal what's what's that what's that little slogan like not the brightest crayon in the box you know what i mean yeah. like we're all different shades of crayons some of us are a little bit duller than others and um that's okay and she was basically saying that she she she's not coming to the the courtship to judge as a black woman 
but to use what she's learned over her life and her life experiences to reason what other people have gone through and judge based on that as well as the law. Yeah, you see absolutely. what I'm saying? So I agree that that could be a really good thing to do. And especially when you're dealing with low-level offenses that really haven't affected anyone dramatically. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Well, we shall see what happens with that. All right? It's easy. That was easy. So easy, all this stuff is. And, all right. And, and, and just to, to reference back on that, I think we've, we've seen a lot of stuff. You know, I think Senator Cruz um, has been one of them saying that it diminishes – you know, a black candidate, a black woman candidate, because you're saying you're going to appoint a black woman. Because well, he was but, saying it has to be a black woman, basically. My thing is that, you know, you know, the, the, the impact of, you know, African-Americans in this country is immense. You know, you can't even calculate the, the amount of, you know, you know, what they've contributed to mm -hmm. our society in this country. It should be and a mix the, of people, and it, of and, and what Joe Biden, I think, is referencing is that when you look at the population of this country and, you know, you know, African-Americans and Latinos are, you know, the large majority. And when you don't see, you know, them represented in the highest court. African-Americans are not the highest majority now. No, Latinos are now. Okay. But yeah, I think African-Americans only like six or seven percent or ten percent or something. I'm not quite sure. But it, it's but that doesn't mean that they should not be. But what, but, Part but, of the Supreme but, Court. But, yeah, but let me finish what I was saying. Okay, ahead, but so what Joe Biden is doing is addressing what he sees as something that should have been done a long time ago. And I 100% agree with that. You know, I mean, when Sonia Sotomayor was appointed to the Supreme Court, you know, the first Latina, uh, not only does it bring immense pride to the community, but it also shows that you're, you're represented in those Supreme Court decisions, which is, you know, the highest decision in the land. So when you when you don't see someone that you know is is representative of such a large community in this country, it needs to be addressed, and that and that's what Joe Biden did. You know, he said that you know if I become president, I will appoint you know a black woman to Supreme Court justice because he felt and you know the Americans agreed with him obviously because they seven million more people voted for him that that was a, a strong need for the Supreme Court, and it's not you know that they're going to put someone in there that's not qualified, and I think that's a lot of you know, what comes from the other side is like, oh, they're just going to put someone there to fill a quota. It's not. These people are highly educated, you know, have the experience more than some of the justices that are already on the court on it. And so I hate seeing that that excuse is used when someone of, of a person of color is, is, is mentioned as they need to be in this position, not because they're a person of color, because they've been overlooked for far too long. And the, and the auto and the force correct is in place now. And that's why I 100 percent agree with Joe Biden and it's sad that you know Senator Cruz and you know other representatives make these comments like it diminishes anything it doesn't diminish anything it's it's a force correct that I think that need to be done a long time ago I agree I totally agree with you and I think that's what's happening and on the other side of it he's the fucking president he gets to pick whoever he wants that's what they would do if they were doing it on the other side that's what everybody always does so I don't really get the point anyway but um, it just gives people a sound bite and something to bitch about. That's, you know, that's what we do now. We just bitch about everything. <laughs> All right, let's get into some LGBTQ plus people. I just keep talking until it starts. LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. Okay, girl, bye. Bye.
Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with disgust. No matter what you preach or say, no matter what you preach or say, there's no fighting tonight. You can't pray the gay away. Yes, 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 clean. Yeah. Hey, you over there. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Stand by, brothers and sisters. <laughs> All right. Um, did this um, transgender woman uh, win Jeopardy or something? I haven't. I haven't heard about this. I don't follow Jeopardy. I don't either. But like Jeopardy's always in the news. I have a clip. Let me see if I can find it. Um, but I think that a Amy, a person named Amy, um, a transgender woman, I think won Jeopardy. Like a very large amount. I don't know. We'll play and see what happens. You're a 10-day Jeopardy champion. Congratulations. Amy, congratulations. You are now a 10-game winner. As you keep winning, you keep breaking records. At the minute, you are now in eighth place as far as regular season winnings. What does that mean to you? I, I'm not sure. It's just so surprising. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not going to pretend I didn't think I could do good, but this has just <laughs> been so much better than I, than I thought I would do uh, that it's really hard, hard to say what it means yet. I don't know. Most of all of your games have been runaway games. What does it feel like going into Final Jeopardy? Well, it's, it's re relaxing, I guess. You can kind of like let the tension go from, from the time in there. Uh, and I really, you know, the, the, non the one non-runaway was really like, I was surprised at how stressed I was during that time. Like, it really, like... Okay, well, really space an interview with her, body, so, so she didn't win or anything. She's just like, what? She just like, well, you're she's just far along or something? Is that it? Like... She's just far along in Jeopardy. Is it just news because she's transgender? Is that what it is? Uh, ten day champion and more. I'm not quite I guess sure, she's. Play, it says how she plans to spend her 1.4 winnings, but she never 1.4 million winnings. Um, that's great. Maybe so she'll this, like. Maybe she needs host, like an operation or something. Right I was about to say, who he seems is kind that? Kind of like he's in like just chilling around the house. Oh, yeah, who is that like, guy? I'm used to seeing Alex your bag in like, right. a suit and tie. I mean, I didn't like, really ever watch it much, but I don't know who any of these people are. Like, I don't know. Only reason I even thought about Jeopardy is because when, I was, when we were watching um, Groundhog Day last night, you know how he sits in the chair at the hotel and he knows all the answers to the Jeopardy questions and the lady looks at him like he's like Satan or the devil or oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was posting the show really quick on Facebook while, I was, uh, while we were playing that, playing that little clip right there, a little clip right, clip right there. Um, well, another, another um, LGBTQ plus weird science news, Jesse. We got some things going on. Mm-hmm. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Alright, well, Moderna has begun early stages of a trial for the HIV vaccine, Jesse. Have you heard about this at all? I have. Um, it seemed to be going well. Do you know anything about this? Like any of the ins and outs of it? Or is it just in the very early stages right now, most likely? I think it's still in the early stages, but it's promising. I don't have, I didn't have no read through. Yeah, it does say Moderna. Yeah, Moderna in the early stages of clinical trials on an mRNA vaccine, which is similar to the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, volunteers at Georgia Washington University School of Medicine Health Scientists are uh, involved in developing, I guess, in testing this. Let's see. On Thursday, it administered its first dose 
of a shot it co-developed. Okay, so they just very early stages of this. So, um, but they must have some signs that it could possibly work if they're putting shots in the people, right? Wouldn't you assume? Yeah, I would agree. It says, uh, as part of the trial, Moderna plans to test both primary vaccine and booster shots. All right. Phase one will involve 56 healthy HIV-negative adult participants. Uh, the company will agree to give out 48 of those individuals the mRNA vaccine. 32 of the group will also receive the booster shots. So, all right. Well, we'll see what goes on with that. That seems very interesting. I, I like that. I think I've seen, like, a few other things as well. I have, um, too. Other some ex- companies. Some other, like, mRNA vaccines as well. So... I'm hoping we're on the verge of, of, you know, having some kind of vaccine for HIV and people that are living with HIV AIDS to, you know, be able to to not have to deal with that anymore. Because I'm not sure if you know the numbers. It's not hugely high here in the United States, but over a million people die of HIV AIDS every year, usually in, you know, uh, developing nations. So Mm -hmm, this, mm -hmm. this could be game changing. And I mean, a lot of stereotypes as well would go away with with this virus. So. It's promising. I mean, if anything, like the pandemic and, you know, this, these vaccines have brought some amazing re- research and technology to to dealing with other viruses oh, other sure. than just, you know, what we're dealing with now with COVID. It's definitely it's definitely been enlightening, especially for me as just a normal member of the public. I've learned so much about medicine and science and vaccines and all this stuff. Because you've almost kind of been forced to to understand what's going on. Um, if you're if you have any kind of intelligence at all, you've learned something over this past two years or longer. And obviously, if we've learned, people that this is their job have learned like amazingly, which is great. Yeah. So, <clears throat> like reading like reading more into the article, it says you know the proof and concept. The reason why they felt they can go to their first trials, you know, which they did three days ago, is that the research team found that. The HIV antigens, which uh, produce the desired immune response, in 97% of the the recipients of that vaccine. So it's it's really really promising. Nice. We'll see. You we'll see how you know things go after these trials. But all uh, right. Yeah, exciting news. Could not be any better. Mm -hmm. Well, you know something that people are outraged about right now. This pregnant man emoji, apparently. Uh, so the pregnant man emoji is coming to an iPhone near you, Jesse. <laughs> I just love the stuff people get so mad about. Um, well, the pregnant man emoji and the pregnant person, I'm doing air quotes up here. I need a button when I do air quotes. A pregnant man emoji and a pregnant person emoji are on the Apple iPhone's latest update, iOS 15.4. See if you can find it. Do you, do you see a pregnant man? I didn't um, know it was I out. I didn't I even know it was out now. I don't know if I have the latest... Uh... You know how bad I can't spell? I don't even know if I can spell pregnant. Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. I see if no, I just have a pregnant woman. I don't see a pregnant yeah, man. Yeah, I, I still need to download. I don't think I've. You know, I'm the worst at updating. So I never no, update. I, I don't have it. Well, but I mean, it's Tucker Carlson will be talking about this one if he hasn't already. But isn't it? It's factual emoji though. I've seen transgender, you know, man. Yeah, who hasn't seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? So I mean, like, it's not like it's 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 fake news or anything like this. This is actual. You know the reality we live in, so you know it's a it's a damn emoji. Get over it. Go for right? a hobby or something. God, people just have too much time on their hands. What movie was that? The Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, here it is, right here. Let's see if we got audio from this. 
What is this movie where like Arnold Schwarzenegger had a baby? Big sex. Yes. Have you thought of any names? Um, Junior, if it is a boy. Uh-huh. And if it's a girl. Junior. Oh, those are nice. So, how uh, about you? Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I gotta fi- we gotta watch this. Thank you. Put this on a list, a movie list, Junior. I haven't seen this since I was a kid. Junior would be good. Junior's good. Let's see if he goes into the labor. Feet and the hands. This can't be happening. But it is. Oh. That little string of pearls. It's the spine, the spine yeah. Here's the head. All right, we'll get into something else. We'll be right back. I'm so alive. Heartbeat. So alive. Well, Florida officials say, Jesse, that drug dealers are using dating apps to sell marijuana. (laughs) Sorry, Florida, Florida officials say that drug dealers are using... Dating app to sell marijuana. Which dating app do you think that could possibly be? I can only think of one that I would uh <laughs> grinder, of course. <laughs> I've been like every time you see like you know people you see on grinder and they have a little diamond beside them or whatever, it means they're looking for like crystal meth. <laughs> I never knew what that meant either. And I told you I was like, yeah, it doesn't mean they're fancy. Sorry, I messed up I completely messed up the board. I was giggling too much over here with the Arnold Schwarzenegger. And <laughs> I fucked up all the sound. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to throw that out there, so if you're in Florida and you're selling drugs on Grinder, be careful. The cops, the cops, maybe after you. Somebody call security. And 60% of new homeowners are now women, Jesse. Amazing. Like 65% of women are saying, hey, I want to buy a house by myself. I don't need no man. And then um, what else we got? Let's get into some food news. How about that? Let's go. All right. Healthy is hard on the Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back with some food news. Little Debbie's. I like a little Debbie. Oh boy, 3 a.m. Mm. Another beautiful day. Crusty Crusty. Another day. Servicing the masses. Did you have to diet or did you lose it again? Honestly. I lost it again. Are you serious? Yes, sir. So, will you give me another copy? Sounds like that bitch from last night on Dr. Now. She, Jesse, this bitch on 600 Pound Life last night, let me tell you. It's harsh language. Let me tell you what she did. She's mean to Dr. Now. You know I love some Dr. Now. This bitch, okay, she got everything and said she had it and she said, reading the book and oh, I'm going to do all great. The counselor person comes or the nutritionist comes. She tells them... She tells the nutritionist straight to her face, he didn't give me a diet. I never saw a diet. He's just rude. You know you're being filmed, bitch. It's all on camera. It literally, it's so edited down, too, because it's only, I'm sure they follow these people for months, you know, but, like, it's literally in the clip five minutes before. <laughs> and then another time she says she, uh, she tells Dr. Now that she can put her legs off the bed and stand up. Oh, yeah. 
in the entire episode, she doesn't even go to Houston. She never once gets to Houston. And also, I don't want to spoil it. Spoiler alert. She never leaves the bed from the entire episode, but it's so good. It's so good. We'll have to watch it. All right, but this might help her, Jesse. Food. Eh, big food industry, I guess you say. Big food. How about that? Big food is pulling back on their value meals as cost rises. So they're making the french fry. It's going to be a little bit of less french fry now. The patties. Be a little bit smaller of a patty. Um, is this going to help us with our obesity epidemic? Or <laughs> That's what I, I was unless talking to. Unless people are just going to order two burgers now. I know, right? So it's like maybe this is good for us that like we our fat asses are already eating too much now anyway maybe it's good that we kind of get a, get a uh, a forceful pullback um again not to be too much of a spoiler alert um the girl from 600 pound live she ended up getting covid and she only she finally lost weight because she had to be hospitalized for three weeks <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right, in other food news, uh, Seven Little Debbie Snacks, they're coming to favorite ice creams. Ooh, to a shelf near you. Nutty nutty Bar. Ooh, that looks like a peanut butter one. That would not be for me. Uh, what's that one I like? Cosmic Brownie. Yes. Oatmeal Cream Pie. Oh, I think I shared Ooh, this with you. You did. You were literally like, mine was blown. Zebra. I didn't read it because I, want, I wanted to save it. Zebra <laughs> cakes. I love a zebra. Oh, there's a strawberry one. Strawberry shortcake. Okay, we're going to have to find out who sells this. Who sells this? What Debbie's store will brand, this be right? at? Yeah, but what grocery stores will have this? I'm sure like Kroger will. Let's it's like see. the ultimate like fat person thing. We're just sort of Googling like where we can find this, you know, Debbie's ice cream right now. <laughs> oh, here. Somebody did a TikTok. Oh, this guy looks like a crackhead. He's trying the oatmeal cream pie. That's pretty good. I think like an oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do the cosmic brownie ice cream. Cosmic brownie, okay. That we all love some cosmic brownies. Can't wait for this one. It's got those little yummy little. It's even got the little. Yeah, candies the little candies in it. Like nutty <laughs> okay, okay, I can't with this guy. <laughs> All right, well, we'll have to try some of that, Mr. Jesse. Well, next time we go to the grocery store, we'll have to look for uh, little Debbie ice cream. And then uh, Oreo, Jesse, they're not to be left behind. Oreo is jumping on the ice cream bandwagon too. They're introducing ice cream sandwiches, ice cream bars, and just a normal ice cream. I don't know if it's being sold by a distributor or not, or if this is just being sold by um, by Oreo itself, because it's just labeled Oreo, so it might, I, I guarantee Oreo is owned by like Kellogg or Procter & Gamble or some shit like that. Anyway, we'll have to look, look into that, but that looks pretty damn good too, because that's just going to kill cookies and cream, right? <laughs> you think it would, right? How can cookies and cream survive? <laughs> All right, we already talked about the 32-hour work week. Eh, I think that'd be a great idea, but businesses have to get on board with that. We've talked about that. That If that comes one day, it comes. Um, how about this gas price in Hawaii, Jesse? You think it's bad where you are? It is $6.39 for a gallon of gas in Hawaii. Uh, so, mm. I mean, Mm-mm-mm. how far are they driving, though? It's an island. That's true. My friend that lives there says he doesn't drive very often at all. 
I mean, if I lived in Hawaii, I'd probably have a golf cart, like you suggested. Zoom around. All right, in other news, if you got the 3G phone, it's about to be obsolete. We're moving to 5G, and you just I think there is an issue with these competing bandwidths, so they're basically going to have to cut off 3G so you can have 5G. It's kind of a thing people don't really want to talk about. And then um, dozens of students oh, were... The, we're, going, we're sliding right by there. What? Who actually... I mean, I have a 5G phone. You have a 5G phone. Oh, mine's been like, doing it like good lately, Jesse. Like, I, I, well, I have T-Mobile, and I feel like my service is like more sketchy than it ever has been since I've gotten 5G. Because now I'll go from like different plans. I'll go from like 5G UT something to no 5G to something, and then like my service will be wrong. Uh, it's I've been having issues. Well, see, I mine anybody... actually get the 5G now. It actually, pops up and says like. Um, you ultra whatever thing. No, I get that as 5G. well, but it, I think it's cutting in and out of networks. Oh, no, it is. That it have is. 5G, so it's causing more of an issue than anything. Verizon seems to have... I have Verizon. Verizon seems seems right now to have gotten it kind of where it seems to be working better. But yeah, I remember a couple months ago, I was like, this phone ain't, wasn't working at all. It was terrible. You, you're probably in the situation I was in a couple months ago yeah, right now in that phase. Yeah, you're having to go on airplane mode. Yeah. And off airplane off mode. Off and on, off and on. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I agree. Well, this could have been lucky for you, and um, it was lucky for uh, quite a few students planning to go to a university in uh, Michigan, the Central Michigan University. So I guess uh, accidentally the computer system sent out a email to these students saying they were accepted, but not only accepted, accepted with a full scholarship. Oh, I'd be mad. Um, but it seems like the school, they're going to go ahead and give these people, these kids, I don't want to say kids, I don't know if they're adults or whatever, but they're going to go ahead and give them the scholarship. Uh, one kid said it was such an emotional roller coaster. I've been up and down, sad, mad, angry, confused. So. So they were accepted. So that wasn't the. That they were accepted, the but okay. it says uh, it's, it's the it's the the scholarship the part is the, is the thing, right? Yeah, and it's okay, so the you. the school said. Um, what school is this? Is it Central Michigan University? So uh, Central Michigan University said that the something it was a scholarship award that they inadvertently offered to fifty eight students, including room and board. The offer the student, the offer the university is extending to these students is equivalent to full tuition scholarship, but does not include room and board, according to the email from the university. So they're going to go ahead and give them the scholarship, but they're not going to pay for their room and board. Which, eh? Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's winning if you. Yeah, I mean that's winning. Yeah, because I mean you're not. And that, and that, You're is not good, gonna, and that is good customer yeah. service. Because <laughs> the school doesn't have any kind of reason they have to do that, you know what I mean? Other than just to not be a pain in the ass. Yeah. And um, that's good, that's good. And other money news, users of Venmo and Credit Karma, which is a bullshit, the most bullshit thing in the world. I don't know why people put all the information in there, but... Um, and other apps may receive a portion of 500, 500, sorry, $58 million, which is not really that much when you, there's probably 58 million people in this settlement, so you might get a dollar, but um, Plaid Financial, which is the uh, conglomerate, kind of like how Meta is now with Facebook, I've seen this before, you've probably seen it, Plaid, if you saw the logo, you would recognize it, um, they're the company that owns all that, I guess, they've agreed to pay out, um, 
to customers about 5,000 clients. That's not bad. Um, 5,000 clients. Oh, no. 5,000 client apps. That's where it gets you. They have 5,000 client apps. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. So you're not going to get any money if you're part of this at all. You might as well just not even worry about it. The lawyers will get something. Yeah, the lawyers will get something. And it's basically just about, like, data stealing and stuff like that, like it always is. But like, I feel like you know you're getting, you know, I feel like you know you're getting scammed a little bit. Oh, and I got to have a funny story for you. Okay, because you've actually been to this place, so um, we haven't done it in a while. But let's do some North Carolina Silly South news, all right? All right, let's go. All right, we'll be right back with that. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. If y'all ever come to North Carolina, folks... Y'all better, uh, y'all better have your ducks in rows and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world, but North Carolina. <laughs> y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. I fit right in here. Love y'all. If I didn't live here, I'd move, wouldn't you? A lot of white people talk around here. It's I a guess chance to see. What, more like you call hillbilly style or something. Hillbilly. Yeah, mountain talk. Mountain talk. Well, this girl thought she was actually going to see some mountains in North Carolina, Jesse. Um, specifically in Gastonia. You know where this is. You've been through there on the way to the airport, on the way to where my parents live from the airport in Charlotte. My dad would call it, that's just a wide place in the road right there. That's Gastonia. It's just kind of like a little wide place in the road with a couple restaurants and you can stop and get you some gas and use the bathroom before you head on down to the 321 <laughs> but um, i'm just gonna play this story because it's funny um this woman that was not from north carolina saw a tiktok and it was of the beautiful beautiful gastonia mountains kind of like the pretty mountains we have up here the snow on them yeah. let me let me just play this for you this is good this is a good one Jaw-dropping views of mountains brought one Florida woman to Gastonia. Queen City News' Morgan Francis details the TikTok video that caused the detour one woman will never forget. Hey, Olivia. Welcome to Gastonia. <laughs> <laughs> Those who live here know this isn't here. <laughs> that wouldn't even be up in uh, Boone, no. No, I didn't guess on it. No, no, that's nothing like it. <laughs> Gastonia, North Carolina. This but a TikTok right. post claiming snow-capped mountains in Switzerland were actually Gastonia led one Florida woman on a detour she'll never live down. Me and my husband and his family were driving up to Boone because his mom had never seen snow. In the car, Olivia Garcia came across this video on TikTok. I was like, oh my God, this looks so cool. We have to go here. I showed everyone they're like, okay, let's go. It was an hour out of the way. But when they arrived, this is what she saw. Everyone in the car was like, did you not Google search this? And I was like, I didn't think about it. I was just like scrolling on TikTok. I'm like, oh, we should go here. And they asked what the name of the place was. And I'm like, Gastonia, they routed it and we went. And I just kept scrolling. <laughs> Zachary Cassie lives in Durham and is the creator behind the video. I don't think I've ever been to Gastonia. He's been tagging North Carolina spots like Wrightsville Beach, Falls and Concord Mall in videos he took while studying abroad two years ago. I know it's not these actual locations enough. Well, why is he doing that? Why would he, what, what's the point? I don't get it. Why, why be a dick? 
Why is he trying to like? Why is he doing it then? He's just being funny. Like there's, he knows that there's nothing there the like that, it, so he's like trying to just. It's nice when people, I, I guess, see the humor. Gastonia got some unexpected limelight in the now viral video. I'm sure I just didn't drive through the nice part. And its residents would be the first to recognize there's a little bit of room for improvement. Gastonia sure. needs some spiffing up some, but there are some <laughs> great some areas around here. Some. Garcia got plenty of flack from her family, but traveling is about the memories more so than the destiny. That's true. And Good job, girl. Say she arrived mm -hmm. back home with a story and a life lesson. Oh, that was Morgan good. Francis, Not get your travel Queen destinations from TikTok. Good life lesson. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've been watching the um, we've been watching the Gilded Age. A little. Uh, Let's do a little pop culture news, see what we got going on with that. That's this such a, a new, good uh, show. HBO show, right? Such what's, a good show. Okay. This is Hollywood, the most famous and most glamorous place in the world. It's a place of dreams, hopes, and riches, and its streets are filled with the studios, homes, and landmarks that are monuments to its greatness. Let's go Hollywood backstage and see this unique and fascinating place called Hollywood. <laughs> Right, yeah, the, what does Hollywood look the like? Gilded Age is on Most HBO Max. It's um, Julian Fellows, right? The guy from Downton Abbey. The maker of, creator of Downton Abbey. Creator of Downton right? Abbey. It's, uh, it's I, I believe one of the main characters is from Sex and the City, but I didn't watch it. It's the red-haired lady from Sex and the City. There's a lot of other people that I recognize, but I don't know their names. Um, it's so, it's very, it's so artsy and rich. Um, it's set in New York, so for the people that didn't like Downton Abbey because it was, you know too hard to understand and things like that you can definitely understand the people and the accents here because it is in new york it's um um here's a preview right here the old have been in charge since before the revolution until the new people invaded well i'm new i've only just arrived you are my niece and you belong to old new york George Russell is a power in the land. Before long, he'll put money into his pocket with every train ticket you buy. I think we should know the Russell family. We do not move in the same circles. Mama, you are incorrigible. I take that as the highest praise. Well, how do you find your aunts? Seda is kind, but not clever. And Agnes is clever, but not kind. Mrs. Van Ryn and her sad sister were spying on me today. I don't know why you bother with them. I don't bother with them. I'm afraid New York can be quite challenging at first. We haven't found it so, have we, George? So this nine-part series follows Titans of the 1880s New York as they go through different family issues, try to navigate business, relationships. You can already see in the first episode, the girl is going to be, she's obviously going to have all these suitors. I want to do something with my life. For a New Yorker, anything is possible. You are the future, Mrs. Russell. And if you were the future, the name must be the past. Well, things move faster nowadays. I hope you're not against Miss Scott. She'll disrupt things. Maybe we need a bit of disruption. Let the tournament begin. Why don't we just go outside and roll in the gutter? It will save time. <laughs> That's my favorite clip. All right, we'll be right back, New and we're we'll getting some other stuff right here on the Doctor Ever Project. I'll make them pay me. How can anyone be so alive? I feel so alive, I can't die. I'm in 
Well, we already talked about 600 pound life, so we can scratch that off the list. <laughs> I just couldn't like get, I couldn't talk about that soon enough. Um, the Washington football team, the Redskins, slash Washington football team, they got a new name. It's going to be like the Commanders or something. What do you think about that? It's like, do you, do you think these name changes are doing anything or it's just kind of like an eh, whatever? I'm kind of eh with you that. Same, me too. Well, that's it. Commanders, because I guess somebody noticed that the uh, website was transferred. <laughs> so they came out and admitted it. Yeah, it's going to be, the, well, I don't know if, what's the big deal about it. Just say what it is. Who cares? Let's see what else. What else we got? We can skip that. Skip that. Oh, did you hear about the cat at the at the White House? The Biden family has rescued a cat, Jesse. I, I saw it. that. It went viral, actually. It's so cute. Um, the first lady, I guess, was at an event, and the cat just kind of came up to her, and um, they named it Willow, and she's settling in nicely with the uh, with the nice dog at the White House while the other dog is in detention still. <laughs> Oh, that's the last thing he needed was a dog biting people. Um, Isn't it kind good. of nice when you can talk about like the White House and literally just talk about their animals? I know, again, I love like, it. Like a regular day story. <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's kind of relaxing now. It is much more of a relaxing lifestyle. Oh yeah, here's another good Las Vegas story I wanted to tell you about. We're always interested in. Um, different projects they're doing here in Vegas because there's always something going on always multiple somethings going on and this guy might have been on that Selena chef show you could look it up for me Todd English chef Todd English that just name sounds familiar um, but he is going to open up a downtown Las Vegas hotel that'll be something different like a kind of resort in the arts district um, it's going to be an English-style hotel, Jesse. Oh, really? Upscale English-style boutique, 74 rooms, um, and it's going to be part of the Marriott portfolio. So we'll have I'm to see to what's going on I'm trying to look it up. I that. don't see it like, on a regular Google search, but, it might but that name again. does sound familiar. It sounds very familiar, right? Chef, well, we'll look it up later. Oh, I'm looking at his picture. No, actually, I don't recall seeing him on the show, but it should be fun. It's coming to downtown, you said? Yeah, it'll be coming downtown to the Art District. Uh, that's that's the district. That is the district to be in now. I want to wrap it up for the day. Yeah, I think we've we've talked our our, our ears off on our listeners. Let's wrap it up. We have. This has been a good show. We haven't done it in a while. One other little bit of news. Um, the voice of Charlie Brown died. Uh, the guy that always did the voice of Charlie Brown. I was never a big fan of Charlie Brown, but uh, he died at the age of 65. I guess he had a very trying life and um, it was some kind of a drug issue. Charlie Charlie Brown always did seem a little depressed, didn't he? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh, that's sad. All right, well, let's wrap it up for the day. Sounds good. All right. This is the Dr. Ever Project. We're going to get to the Broken Hip Hop wrap up, then we'll head out for the day. Let's go. I'm falling and I can't get out. Take it up. Baby. Wrap it up. I take it. Wrap it up. I take it. Well, no more when I shop around now, baby. Well, the sign is real simple, dude. It says wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, dude. I don't think that's a good idea. And you want some tunes? You better wrap it up. 
Better wrap that gavel up, Well, Snoop Dogg, he's going to be at the Super Bowl, right? He's uh, performing at the halftime show with a bunch of people? Yes. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. Oh, my God. It's, it's going to be good. Oh, okay. West Coast show. West Coast show. What is this video? This is Snoop Dogg, Who Am I? I have to say I've never heard this. Where's my daughter at? It's a video or a song? Is that dog in there? It's it's a it's a is it one of the first songs he ever had? I mean, it's one of his, yeah, one of his first songs. We Don't even trip. I'm going to have a list. Oh, here we go. He transforms into a dog? I've never seen this. you never seen this video? Never. Oh, this is where that comes from. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's where he No idea. God, I'm so white sometimes. Alright, well, uh, Snoop Dogg apparently was real angry at a Uber Eats driver <laughs> over this past couple of days. Um, I guess the Uber Eats driver marked the location as it's not safe to enter to deliver the food. And Snoop Dogg replied and said, you already got my money. And he's like, yeah, pull into the gate. And the whole interaction got screenshotted and TikTok all over the place. Um, and then later on, Snoop Dogg came out and was talking about being canceled. He's like, please, bitch, I'm uncancelable. <laughs> I like him. He is very just like, whatever, I do my own thing. And it's it's done well for him, just kind of being himself, living for him. And I, I enjoy him. I mean, that, That'll that, be a good that performance. That is his brand, being That's his brand. You know, from Compton, you know. It's the original West Coast rappers. And for him to be like now such a household name and things like that, I just think it's very fascinating. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll wrap it up for the day. If you stuck it out for the whole show, again, appreciate it so much. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Breaker. Google Podcasts. Well, let's just keep it to anywhere you can find and download good uh, podcasts. There's so many. And always, of course, DrWhoever.com. Spell whatever way you like, you know. Dr. Whoever, Dr. Whoever. You'll make it there. All right. Ready to wrap it up, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. All right. We're wrapping it up for the day. Got to take Mr. Odie out for a walk. walking out. I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. All right, later. This is the Dr. Every Project. Peace out. See you. Bye. Later. But you bet not slip, cause non triz ain't the years there for me to clizz out my grip. So I ain't holding nothing back. And once again, I got five on the twenties. It's like that, and as a matter of fact, cause I never hesitate to put a fool on his back. Yeah, so keep out the manuscript.